Well, happy Sunday. This is Sunday, September 13th. And for those of you that were not able to make the optional information session today, I thought I'd post an audio guide that went through all of the questions that came up so you don't have to worry about missing it. Each week, I'm going to post the Zoom link for that weekly meeting. And we're going to do that for like the next month or so. I'm not going to keep doing it through the whole course. But at least for the next several weeks, I know a lot of you have a lot of questions that can be easily answered face to face. So I'm going to keep pinning that Zoom link. And it's always going to be for a 30-minute meeting or a one-hour meeting sometime Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. This week's was Sunday at 2 p.m., but it's going to happen at the top of the course right underneath where the course syllabus and instructional policies are posted. So always look there for that weekly link. All right, let's talk about some of the things that came up during this session. Uh, it seems like a lot of you are still having questions about the purpose and the format of the weekly discussion forums. So let me start there. In an online course, a discussion forum is something that's intended to replace the type of dialogue that would happen in class face-to-face. -face. So it is a reflection of the theme of the week. It's maybe talking about the articles. It's maybe raising questions that arose that week, and it's testing the interactions that you all might have in an actual classroom setting. So if you have been assigned a supplemental reading for your article Precy assignment, and I'll talk about that after the break, your main responsibility is to use that to post the one paragraph or so summary to your classmates as your post for that week. Because remember, you're the only student in the class that is guaranteed to have read that supplemental reading. It's totally voluntary for the other students. So you're attempting to post a summary that maybe says, here are some of the main ideas, here are some of the things my author talked about. Here's how I found this article useful or not useful. Here are some of the ways in which it relates to the main topic that we're talking about this week. Now, for everyone else, you're, you're required to post one post, which I ask that you do by Wednesday. And again, that's about a paragraph long. And you're, you're required to reply to two other things that your classmates have said. I'll try and be active in the forum, mostly on Thursdays and Fridays. I don't want to kind of overwhelm the discussion with things that are coming from me. So it's great if you interact with one another. And um, I, I'll try and keep my presence there fairly light. Now, uh, what makes a good post? I think it's a great practice to do your main post by Wednesday, because again, remember, if other students are supposed to reply to you, you want to have the ability to reply to others on Thursday or on Friday. So do your main post on Wednesdays. Now, I'm going to post at the top of the forum for each week a series of questions. They might be propositions. They might be agree or disagree. They might be statements. They might be uh, links to short TikTok videos. They could be all kinds of different things, but they're things to stimulate your reaction to the questions raised that week. And if you look in the syllabus, every week has its own set um, topic. So, for example, the week coming up from the 13th through the 20th, the, that week is focusing on individual well-being and risk assessment. Last week, we focused on the history and the development of the public health system. Um, okay, so again, everybody does one post. Everybody does two replies. Everyone should try and have their one post finished by Wednesday, and then their two replies can happen on Thursday or Friday. The whole forum closes down, as does everything for every assignment, 11.59 p.m. on Sunday evening. And then I try and grade them on the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of the following week. So that's kind of how it works. And if you can't think of anything related to the topics, you can always use this format. You can always have your post to the forum be a question you would pose to the author, a disagreement you have with the author, 
an example of something that the author pointed out and or uh, a cross application from something you learned in another class. So those are the types of things that happen in discussion forums. And I'll keep an eye on that. We may change the number of forums and uh, I'll just keep track of how well they're going. I know it's not an ideal replacement for the type of thing that happens in an actual discussion. All right, two other quick things I'd like to uh, bring you up to date on because they came up during this week's um, Zoom meeting. One is, um, I know a lot of you were confused about grades. So remember, the way things are listed on the syllabus, those are the weeks we're doing those articles. So if an article appeared during the week of the 6th through the 13th, or an assignment appeared during the week of the 6th through the 13th, that means your last chance to hand that assignment in is midnight on the Sunday of the 13th. I know that a lot of you missed that, and some of you were thinking, well, that's a sign for next week. So I'm going to leave the uh, all of the assignments open a little bit longer than before. But going forward, you're required to file your quiz, to upload any assignments that are due for that week during the week it appears on the syllabus. Our weeks always go from Monday morning to Sunday. So Sunday, 11.59 p.m., that's the last date. If something has a date of 9-13, that just means I posted it on September 13th, right? That doesn't have anything to do with when it's due. Assignments are always due at 11.59 p.m on Sundays. And as I said, I'm going to extend the grade for that a little bit longer to make sure that people uh, don't get left out because there was confusion. I'm basically not going to grade anything in this class until next Thursday uh, because people seem to have been so confused by that. That's one that threw me for a loop. I had no idea that uh, things would be confusing in that regard. So you have till Thursday the 17th to get everything completed in. Secondly, I'm going to post another version of the spreadsheet for the articles because I did not realize that people for the article Pracy assignment uh, couldn't open a spreadsheet. To get access to an Excel spreadsheet.xls form, any file that's in .xls, you can go to any computer sponsored by the college or logged in uh, on the college system, and that will open that software for you. We all have site licenses for that software. So that's just an Excel spreadsheet. But I'll try and take pictures of that and post it maybe as a PDF or also as a JPEG. But basically, right below the article Pracy assignment, there's a file that says, articles for the article Pracy assignment. When you click on that, there's a spreadsheet at .xls form. When you click on that, you can find your name alphabetically. That's how you know which article you were assigned. And remember, your article probably doesn't come till later in the course. It's only a handful of people that were assigned articles at the very beginning of the course, and they were assigned alphabetically. So if I'm a Voigt, my name is V, V-O-I-G-H-T, I know that I'm going to be in the last, say, couple of weeks of the course. So I'll look on the I'll look on the sheet and let's say I find out that I was assigned the article by um, uh, by Matthewman. Let's just say let's say it's 1115 Matthewman. That's the supplemental reading that I've been assigned. I would go to that week's reading and I would download that. Now just for the next week until next 
Thursday, the 20th, I'm leaving all of the articles posted on the syllabus open. So it behooves you to go there, find your article and download it now, as well as downloading all of the required readings, because then I'm going to have to shut them down for copyright reasons and only make them available week by week. So be sure you go to the Moodle page, log in, save a folder, collect all of the required readings, and then download the supplemental reading at least that is the one that you're responsible for responding to. And I'll keep all of those posted until the 20th. Then I have to blind them and only make them available week by week. Now, of course, you can always look them up in the library databases because that's where they came from. So you can always search for those articles if you want to get them in advance. All right, I'll have one last set of things to say after the jump. All right, the last thing I wanted to talk about was the weekly mini lectures I'm going to start doing in audio form. So for the week that ended uh, today, I did not post audio supplements for each of the individual readings, the Cutler and Miller and the Nichols readings, because I thought those were really quite straightforward. However, for the weeks going forward, I posted not just PowerPoint slides, but I'm also going to post audio guides for each of the readings. And especially, I want you to listen to the uh, audio guide that I do for the Valley reading, because that is the most complicated reading I think we're going to do during this course. So I understand that you'll be frustrated by that reading, that it's very dense language. But again, one of the ulterior motives of the course is to encourage you to read things from a bunch of different disciplines and to encourage you to tackle articles that are maybe a little bit above the level that you're at. So this is a very dense reading. It's a philosophical reading. It uses a lot of uh, dense language language, and I'm going to help decode that for you, and looking at the PowerPoint slide will help you know some of the types of things uh, that you should get out of that article, and I would look at both of those before I started reading it, and then I would highlight it, but that's one of the strategies. I've intentionally included some readings from all kinds of different fields, from law, from history, from science, from medical journals, from philosophical journals. I've included a whole bunch of different types of readings in this course because I hope that at the end of it, you will be able to proudly say, I can read things from any discipline at any level, and I can make some sense of them. And that's really the goal. So we're not using all of that article. We're not expanding upon uh, the themes that Valley's uh, going into, but we are using the portion that talks about personal data usage and personal data doubles and talks about things like how our phones and our Fitbits and all of the technology that's connected in the in the home to the internet. So things like our smart TVs and Alexa and our digital assistants and our movie preferences that are stored in the cloud. How all of those uh, debris points, those data points of personal digital debris that we leave behind create a trail that the government can use and what that might mean in terms of things like a pandemic. And of course, if you read those two articles that I posted about the Sturgis bike rally and you saw any of the um, visualizations, right? There was a visual map that showed how widely people from the Sturgis bike rally had traveled throughout the entire United States. I think you immediately understand the implications of the data double concept that Valley is talking about. So don't be frustrated. I realize it's not the most readable piece. I'm here to help you with items like that. But I really do uh, think there's a benefit in tackling things sometimes that are acutely challenging. All right. Thanks for listening. And like I say, look forward to the other uh, audio guides for each of the readings. Mm -hmm.